What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mauricio lines that one into right field. He's got himself a base hit. So for the sixth time in seven big league games, Ronnie Mauricio with a hit. on Twitter I hate the baby Mets moniker I really do and like they're overusing it on social media like you know Cohen and his wife Alex were at uh, a Cyclones game yesterday and they call, called them the infant baby Mets like I, I I gotta tell you guys it's annoying I know Lindor started it um, it's 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 anointing guys that quite honestly only one of them has even remotely been a productive member of this team and even Alvarez, and I'm talking about Alvarez in that standpoint, has had highest of high peaks and lowest of low valleys. So he's got a little bit of ways to go, but he's been the most impressive out of all of them, especially behind the plate. And, you know, I referenced that there was a Post Plus article. I think it was Dan Martin of The Post. And I highly recommend you guys read it. It was over on September 8th. And Dan Martin, it was, it was entitled, What do the Mets have in their four prize rookies? They're about to find out. So Ed Blankmeyer, uh, former St. John's coach, coached down in Brooklyn a couple of years ago. Uh, Blankenmeyer, I should say Ed Blankenmeyer. Let me say the guy's name right, Ed Blankenmeyer. Um, oh, no, it's Blankmeyer. Ed Blankmeyer. So they have two, Blankenmeyer and Blankmeyer. So if I go to the article, and this is a total non sequitur. I thought it was – because I've interviewed Ed Blankmeyer back when he was a St. John's coach for the old NYBD site. Um a long time ago. It's Blankmeyer. I thought it was. Not Blankenmeyer. Blankmeyer. So they made a mistake. The New York Post made a mistake. The editor's over at the New York Post. You got one thing to do, edit. Get the thing right. Um, So they were talking about um, his thoughts because he coached all these guys. And, you know, and it's probably a little bit of a tease by the clip I played coming in. I mean, he thinks Mauricio might very well be um, the best of the best out of these guys. I mean, look, and I saw, uh, you know, the dugout cam for Seattle, how impressed they were with that first hit that was 117 miles per hour. I mean, honestly, we get so caught up in these, how hard guys hit the ball. You hit a hard ball to right at the second baseman at 105 miles an hour. Yeah, it's hit hard, but it's an out. You hit a line drive right at an outfielder, at, you know, it's an out. Like, hitting the ball hard is important. We get it. It does process versus outcome but if the outcomes aren't there the ball could be hit to the moon it doesn't matter if it doesn't go out of the ballpark let's put it that way 
Uh, that's called 5 o'clock uh, lightning at that point, when you're great in batting practice and it doesn't translate to the game. So, um, you know, right now, when you look at these young Mets, I mean, there's a chance that each one of them, and I tweeted about this yesterday, each one of them, they're going to be in some way, shape, or form in the lineup next year. I mean, if you look at it, Alvarez would be your catcher. Mauricio potentially could be either your DH or your second baseman. I personally think McNeil around the field, and I think he's a very good outfielder, McNeil. I have to say, I think he plays the corner well. I think he plays right field well, especially with Marte's uh, groin issues continuing. You might need him out there. He could play the corner outfielder. You know, he couldn't go. He's you know, he's a good second baseman, but you know, if Mauricio has to play second and he can hit. You know, putting McNeil in the corners. If McNeil is not the McNeil you see this year, the McNeil that hits 300, I don't care about the home runs, but he's got to be a guy that hits 300, you know, gets on base, gets you doubles. It can't be a McNeil that has a 650 OPS. That's a backup player at that point. A versatile player, a good player to have, but a backup player. Um, so I could see Mauricio at second, uh, Beatty at third. Obviously, you have Lindor at short. You know, potentially one of the kids, Acuna or Gilbert, could come and play center. Maybe you move Nimmo to the corner to keep him a little bit more healthy, depending on what goes on with DJ Stewart in the DH spot and things like that. But, you know, you need you eventually need to make room for Gilbert if he continues to progress his development. Acuna, um, you know, Beatty's going to be... I mean, all these guys potentially could be in the lineup next year cons- consistently and going to be relied upon to be part of what Billy Epler has gone on record and said is a winning team. See, Alvarez and Mauricio, to me... And I haven't even gotten to Vientos, who could be like a DH, maybe a third baseman, probably just a DH. The right-handed part of the platoon, maybe. Uh, maybe he takes on that Darren Ruff role, you know, if they don't want to go out and get somebody and, and pay big money. I personally think the Mets are going to spend on pitching. I think they're going to be in the Otani market and the pitching market. But if they don't land Otani, I don't think they're going to go out and sign B or C hitters and give them C hitters B money and B hitters A money just to get them on a two- or three-year deal. I think they're going to say, hey, who can we get on a one-year deal? I don't even know if Tommy Pham falls into that anymore. I think Tommy Pham is going to want a multi-year deal after the kind of season he had. That's a guy I might bring back. Maybe Mark Canna, guys like that. Anybody with a one-year deal, fine. But guys that could be moved to the bench if the Acunas and the Gilberts and guys like that become you know, ready for, for action. Maybe not out of spring training, but at some point in the first you know, 80 games or so. Um Alvarez, to me, has been the most impressive, like I said, his defense behind the plate. I mean, Blankmeyer talked about this is a guy that, because of his defense, he's definitely going to pop 25 to 30 home runs. Talk, they talked about they want Alvarez to have 125 games next year. So 125 games, you're looking at, what, uh, about 500 at-bats, 475 at-bats, plate appearances, rather. I should say plate appearances. There's no reason with 450 to 500 plate appearances this guy just will walk into. Even if he's a below-league average hitter like he is now and has his peaks and valleys, he'll walk into 25 home runs. He may be streaky, but the difference with him and some of the other guys is that he provides you an important piece behind the plate. With the arm, the arm is good. The pitchers like him. When a Hall of Fame pitcher blesses off on you like Scherzer, a picky guy, you can't go wrong there. He's good at framing. Framing will still be important next year because I don't think the robot umps are coming in yet. It sounds like they're a little bit of ways away still. So, you know, Mauricio, let's see him go around the league. Hits the ball hard. He seems to be talented. Brandon Nimmo even talked about that, um, you know, uh, on the pregame yesterday, how talented you could see he is. You know, he's a free swinger, 
So that may lead to prolonged slumps and may make him more of a feast or famine guy. But you know what? In the end, if the numbers are 20 and 75, 270 with adequate defense at second, I, you know, not adequate, solid defense. I should say adequate, solid defense at second. I'm not asking to be a gold glover. Solid defense at second. That's a win. Now, as far as Vientos and Beatty, those are the guys I'm not sure about. Vientos hit a little bit better since he got called back up. But the fact that the Mets have been so eh on him makes you wonder. And I have to tell you, and I know I get killed for this on Twitter, I have seen nothing from the minute after that guy hit his you know, home run in his first at-bat, had a nice series against the Braves last year. I know he broke his finger like you know, a week and a half, two weeks later. But I have not seen anything from Brett Beatty since he's put on a big league uniform that tells me he's even a big leaguer. Yeah, the defense has gotten better. He's made some good plays, made a good play again, I think, today. You know, he made a good play to end the ball game against the Nats earlier in the week. All right, the defense maybe is getting a little better. He's made some nice plays. Looked like Brooks Robinson. Look, the story of Brett Beatty is that ground ball in Philadelphia that screwed up that game on that Sunday afternoon, a routine ground ball. Those are the plays. If he doesn't make those plays, none of his diving plays make up for that. Because then that's just highlight reel stuff. That's like an NBA player that does a great dunk on the highlight reel, but plays no defense, um, you know, can't shoot, you know, doesn't do anything to help the team win. But, but man, that dunk, ESPN, you know, just played the top 10 dunks of the month. He's on there. Big deal. That's carnival nonsense. You want to be a carnival player or you want to be a baseball player? That's the difference. I've seen nothing. Hits the ball on the ground a lot. I know I got grief for saying that he doesn't hit the ball hard. Look, I know the stat cast numbers. What I see is a guy that doesn't hit the ball hard, hits the ball on the ground. Maybe it's more appropriate. Hits the ball more on the ground. So maybe hits the ball hard, but he hits it on the ground. Um, looks overmatched in most plate appearances. I, in, his offense has to be Nolan Arenado level for him to be justified at third base with his defense, which at best with his size and everything that you've heard about him may be league average at best. This is a guy that has to in the corners hit 20 home runs, drive in 80 runs, hit 260, 270. If he doesn't do that, he's worthless. He's got to give you at least what Escobar last year gave you. That kind of season. And that wasn't a great season. He's got to at least give you that. He's got to move towards that. And we haven't seen anything that indicates he's going to move towards that. Now, Blank Myers says the kid is is talented. Uh, he, he struggles with confidence. You know, there is a lot of things that we've heard about Beatty that are things that are not fixable outside of he himself fixing them like focus we talked about that a couple of weeks ago confidence you know the speed of the game was something that worried him earlier in the year there is a lot of listen guys best case scenario okay let's just put the odds like a realistic situation we all want all these kids and all these prospects to pan out everybody assumes because they're ranked somewhere high on a list that they will pan out Go back and look at baseball's top 50 prospects from 10 years ago, and you could you know, throw darts and hit guys that did nothing. Okay? There are plenty of them there. I'm not going to go into it. You could do the exercise. I've done it. I want all of them to hit. The reality is they're not. You know it, and I know it. And right now, if I had to put my money in Vegas, and it was money that would hurt to lose, but I had to put it down in Vegas, I'd say Mauricio and Alvarez will hit. Vientos and Beatty will not. I am actually quite confident if I put my money down in Vegas now just on Beatty not being a big leaguer, that's the guy that's not going to be a big leaguer. 
That's how confident I am. And look, I've heard nothing but good things about the kid's makeup. And part of me thinks, because he's a good guy, because he's the son of a baseball coach, because he knows how to talk the talk, that maybe we've overlooked some obvious things that for any other player, and I hate to say it, if he was Latino or not white, and I hate to go that route, we'd probably be talking more about it. And I'm not that guy. But let's put that on the table. I hate to say it, but it's true. You know, coach's son, big kid, you know, good-looking kid. You know, all shuck speaks well from Texas. I don't have anything against the kid, but he's no good. He's no good. And he's the only one of those four. I mean, I put Vientos, too. Alvarez and Mauricio, I probably would say I feel confident. And I have to see more from Mauricio. But, you know, he looks, just by watching him, he looks so much better in 20 at-bats than Beatty has ever looked. I mean, Alvarez is the only one that I'm confident will be in the lineup. Let me rephrase that. Alvarez is the only one I'm confident will be in the lineup every day next year. He's earned that. Now, he might bat at the bottom of the order, and he may not be Mike Piazza or an all-star, but a guy who could catch and throw and hit you 25 home runs, even if he hits 220, I'm okay with that. That's what you wanted out of McCann. Let's face it. Can he give you what you thought? The floor. And then there's, but his, his potential is so much more. You could live with that at that position. Now, Mauricio, you got to see that guy that's athletic and hits the ball hard and hits for average and power. We haven't seen the power yet, but we've certainly seen him hit the ball over the yard. So, you know, we'll see. Vientos, to me, I don't know. I mean, I like him better than Beatty. He's shown me more than Beatty in the big leagues. So, you know, right now we have to be very realistic. Just like these pitchers, Scott, Hamill, Tidwell, Suarez, name them. They're not all going to hit. They're not all going to hit. You know, what happened with the Mets with Mats and Wheeler and DeGrom and Syndergaard Harvey, that's rare. That was a, a stroke of luck, of good good blessing. Doesn't happen. And the reason the baby Mets thing drives me nuts because it's just like Generation K and Five Aces and Dark Knight and Thor. You know what impresses me? Winning. Not comic book character stuff. And I understand it's part of marketing the game and the t-shirts and the fun and a younger fan. You know, younger people, especially a certain generation, if you're listening, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just being honest with you. You get caught up in hype so much easier. And it's always existed. Hype has always existed. But media now, especially because of the amount of media that's out there, hype is so much more than it's ever been. And it's exhausting. Can't they just go out and be rookies? That to be the baby. We gotta label them the baby Mets. That don't help. I mean, one, you know, a handful at bats for one, and a pretty good season for a rookie in Alvarez. The other two have done nothing. Beatty has done nothing. I have yet, and I all I've heard is good things about this kid from guys that I have respect for. I have seen absolutely nothing that says this kid is a big leaguer. He doesn't even belong on the roster right now. If they were in contention, they would not be at third base. You know that, and I know that. Oh, he's got to play every day. Well, yeah, I guess you can play him in garbage time every day. But at some point, it's embarrassing. What, was he at like a buck 20? 
you know, since it came up. I, I'm actually going to do what I, I know that you guys hate when I, like, try to scroll through the internet and do my show because I like to do my notes before. But I'm going to bring him up one more time. And I'm not trying to turn this into a baby bashing session. Because, again, Blankmeyer had nice things to say about all. He thought Mauricio was a guy that could stick at second. Thought he was very talented. Liked Alvarez's strength and power and his improvement on defense. Actually said nice things about Vientos and that he's a guy that he believes will hit. It's his position that he lacks. I'm not so sure he's going to hit consistently, but we'll see. I mean, the guy was 0 for 18. He's hit 174 in September, baby. A 348 OPS in seven games. I mean, guys, there's no improvement. Do you understand the second half of this season, he's hitting 141 in 100 at-bats, a 441 OPS. Do you know I could bring any minor leaguer up and probably they can do better? Anybody at AAA could probably come up and do better than that. And they don't have to be on any prospect list. I mean, this is just reality. I know you don't want to hear it, but I have to prepare you for what's going to happen. And not every prospect is going to hit. It's not Billy Epler's fault or David Stern's fault or everybody's, the player development team's fault. Some of it might be. Some of it might be. It's the player. And look, you can improve Beatty's launch angle. You can, you know, do what you do with Mauricio and Vientos, with analytics, whatever. In the end, it comes from the player. And right now, the one that's, so to summarize, Blankmeyer thinks they're all good. Okay. The confidence thing with Beatty, huge red flag. Alvarez, I'm confident on. Mauricio, I'm intrigued by. And Vientos, I'm not sure about. That's the best way I could put it. That's my feeling on the baby Mets. One I know is going to stick. One I'm pretty sure. I like to think he's going to stick in Mauricio. One stinks. That's Beatty. And one I'm perplexed about. I don't know what to think about with Vientos. I'll tell you what. I think Vientos will have a better career than Beatty. Beatty's going to be another Don Smith, but he won't even have the kind of success that Don Smith have, the way I see it now. He's going to be a guy that's highly touted, is going to get chance after chance with the Mets, okay? Or he might get traded. Maybe he gets traded. Don't be surprised he gets traded this winter. Not that his value. Here's still some value, but because of who he is, coach's son going back, top draft pick, he'll go somewhere else. And then he'll fail again. And he'll be like Don Smith at some point where if he hits enough to justify being on a second division club starting... He'll be that guy that you'll see bounce around second division clubs because they need to fill out their roster when they have a bad year. And he may be lightning in a bottle. I just feel that's where this guy's going. And I have nothing personal against him. I mean, he's a nice, he seems like a nice guy. Everything I've heard is big and good about him. Big time, uh, attitude, solid, you know. But confidence and focus, whew, those are things that you at this point, and it's not 19 years old, guys. He's already 23. 22-23. Yes, you can get better. It does happen. Look at DJ Stewart, but the Mets don't have six years to wait on this guy. Not in this town. Not at that position. Not when you have all these other ifs, 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 ifs throughout the roster because you're going to be incorporating a lot of young players over the next you know, two years, potentially. But maybe that could change with free agency and with Stearns potentially coming in or another president of baseball operations, a team president. All right, you've had enough of me, I'm sure. Let's wrap it up here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another edition of the Talking Mets Podcast. You can check me out all the time at thetalkingmetspodcast.com. Send me a tweet at Mike Silva Media and you can turn Apple Podcast, Spotify, pretty much whatever podcasting service you desire. If you want to interact with me, Mike Silva at talkingmetspodcast.com. No G, Mike Silva at talkingmetspodcast.com. And of course, 
I want to thank the good folks from the Fan Sided Podcast Network for supporting the show. I am your host, Mike Silva. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll be back with another Talking Mets podcast next week. Extended garbage time, Talking Mets. Till then, take care, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.